offer a very happy hello and welcome to our listeners. On today's episode, we'll be sitting down with our special guest, Kelsey Valla, to talk a little bit about Valla's hard cider, what inspired it, and what it takes to make cider or trip to bottle. Vala's own orchard-based hard ciders will attract parents and customers looking for a meaningful experience at our orchard venue and a delicious, novel alcoholic beverage they can only get on site. Our ciders will get the customer in touch with our work in agriculture in a new, fun, and enjoyable way. Now, before we get started, I'd like to draw attention to our change of scenery for today's episode. Kelsey and I decided to record out in our pavilion to enjoy some of this beautiful August weather. So if you hear a gator zooming by or the spooks out and about, fret not. Without further ado, let's hear from Kelsey. Alrighty, so I guess to start, um, there are like a couple taglines that are on like all of the ciders, like mm-hmm. orchard to bottle, cider made the hard way. What, like how did you guys come up with those? Um, so I guess those were really meant to emphasize, you know, our brand and our identity as like, a cider company and kind of establishing that um, in a way that like both tied into like the farm as a whole and also like establish the brand identity of like the cider company and so um, the big thing about our ciders is that they are orchard to bottle and so much like a winery in the area would be um, you know, we're taking our own apples um, that you know anyone guests can come out in the fall and pick their apples and then we're picking some of them too for ourselves and um, we're crushing those apples and then we're fermenting them into our ciders so it's really like the whole process is right here in our cider mill um, which isn't open to the public yet but um, we're planning on opening it in 2022 so guests will be able to actually get to experience the cider mill and kind of see our crushing process and um, yeah they'll they'll get to see the whole thing from start to finish and get that experience from orchard to bottle. Um, Cider made the hard way was just a fun way for us to say that this isn't your normal cider like typically when people think of cider you say the word cider you know they're thinking of the sweet apple juice you can find in the grocery store usually in the fall and um, this is cider, but it's um, it's a hard cider, obviously. <laughs> and it really is made the hard way. Like, you know, like I said, everything is done here in-house. Um, there's a lot more processes to get it to that finished product after we press the juice. Um, so to us, it's definitely made the hard way. And um, it's a different type of cider than like you're used to at the grocery store. So I genuinely am very in the dark about how this all happens. Do you, can you give me like a very expedited, like step-by-step process? Yeah, yeah. So um, we've started planting our orchard probably seven years ago now. So it all started really like seven years ago. It's been a long time in the process. And so, um, you know, we we planted our orchard. We started our orchard. Mainly like the objective of that was um, for guests to come out and have that you pick apple experience. But, um, but that's really the start of it all. And um, we had to wait several years for those apples to grow. And then in the fall, um, once you know the apples are at their peak of ripeness, which each variety has its own 
peak of when it's really ripe and, and fresh and um, ready to be picked. And so then our orchard crew will go through the orchard and um, pick whatever we can off the trees. Obviously we want to save as much as we can for our guests as well. But we pick what we can off the trees and um, we try to pick like a nice blend for our ciders that's sweet and tart. Um, so usually about half and half like, you know, tart apples that like offer some nice acidity balance and then like the sweet ones obviously um, that provide a lot of like nice sugar. And then um, we bring those, those apples over to our cider mill um, and we press those so we have a big press set up where the, just the whole apple will um, get dumped onto a bin where it gets um, sorted through, washed, and then the whole apple gets crushed and then um, it gets pressed in these press bags and then we get the juice that comes out. And then from there we, for sweet cider, we'll, you know, UV um, treat it and we'll bottle it for the guests. But for the hard cider, we take that pressed juice and we put it into fermentation tanks and then we add yeast and um, we let that ferment for a bit and then um, basically what that does is the yeast will start to eat the sugars in the cider and it'll produce um, alcohol. Carbon dioxide and alcohol is the byproducts of the fermentation process. And then um, from there we let the cider um, kind of settle out and mature and then we'll filter it and blend it and we'll carbonate it and then we'll either put it into a bottle or we'll put it into a keg. Awesome. Yeah. Have you guys ever had any like fermentation gone wrong or is it usually a pretty easy process? Um, what, what we have found is that the more control we can have over the fermentation the better as far as like temperature because um, we have experienced like some problems when like the yeast or the juice is like too cold and um, we're trying to start a fermentation process and it's not like taking off and so um, so we have tanks that are that we can uh, temperature control essentially and, and so we're controlling that um, process a little bit more um, than in the past like we've definitely learned from that in the past and like we've had like a couple small experimental batches where like you know we've used a different yeast that we ended up not liking stuff like that and that's all just part of the learning process for us. Does the type of yeast affect the flavor or just how it ferments? The yeast affects, yeah, it affects a lot of things. Um, it, it does affect the flavor. Um, like certain yeast strains have different like characteristics. Um, so there's yeast strains that really like mm, metabolize malic acid, for example, and then you know your cider might taste a little different. You know, in the fermentation process, there's you know yeast that you know bring out the acid. Um, so yeah, definitely the yeast will affect the flavor. And there's certain yeasts that are great specifically for ciders um, or like white wines. Essentially, like we're making a white wine. Basically, this is our first year doing barrels, and we'll take kind of like a fermented, like an already fermented. Um, cider and we'll put it into the barrel and we're letting it age in the barrel and it's gonna like um, 
bring out different like attributes of the cider and the barrel and like it's gonna create like different flavors and stuff so um, that's what we're doing with the barrels and they hold 53 gallons each this year we have about 800 gallons that's going to barrel aged products and so that stuff we'll have on tap during the season we're very excited about that how long do they age i guess in the barrel like how long so three to six there? months for cider so not too long but just enough to like kind of absorb some of the flavor of the barrel mm -hmm. and then like it also allows time for like the sometimes cider after it's like first fermented it has like sort of this harsh like acid to it and it allows time for like that acid to really like mellow out and like start to develop more like apple-y characteristics and aromas I guess and so um, that's what we're doing with the barrel aged stuff. Gotcha. Oh, I was curious, like, how many people do you have specifically for cider production? Or is it just, like, anyone who pitches in? Like, how does that work? So we have, for cider production, we have um, myself and then David, my husband. And then um, we have a couple helpers in there um, that are working with us on a day-to-day -day basis for like the hard cider stuff and so they're helping us like bottle and keg and um, filter and like all those little things that go into the hard cider process and then we have an orchard crew that during the season you know their big job is picking apples and pressing cider and um, so that's what they do during the season and in the off season they do a lot of like orchard maintenance and stuff like that so we have a nice little crew and it's definitely a team effort to like make it all happen you kind of mentioned that you use like a blend of different apples mm -hmm. um, is it just like whatever is available and you just split it between like the more tart and sweet apples are they specific ones you'd like to go for if they're available yes um we kind of take whatever's available from the orchard um at the time and we try to do a blend but we are trying to do a line of like more apple focused ciders as well um and so you know, if you get one of our like core products, which would be like Nebraska Classic or Nebraska Dry, it's gonna just be like that blend of apples that we get from the orchard. Mm -hmm. And we try to hit like certain like acid levels and certain sugar levels on that. Um, but we also have another cider called Gold Rush Dry and that's getting bottled in like 750 milliliter bottles and it looks much more like a wine product. Um, and we're calling it Gold Rush Dry because it's made with primarily Gold Rush apples from our orchard. And so really it's focused on that Gold Rush apple. Like even the label has a picture of a Gold Rush apple on it. And so like it's really trying to like, it's one of my favorite ciders because it's really bringing out the apple flavor. And then you can start to like pick out different characteristics like it's a very unique apple it has very high sugar content very high um, 
tartness level and it makes a super unique cider and so like it wouldn't really fit with all of our other blends because on its own it's very different and so we're doing that and we're hoping to do more of that we we have an heirloom orchard actually that we planted that's separate from our you pick orchard and that's um, gonna be a lot of different heirloom apples that you can't find like they're not general like eating apples mm -hmm. it's gonna be our first year actually we'll probably get a really decent crop of some of those heirloom apples and these are like old world apples like you like maybe you can find them on the east coast somewhere in old orchards but like in general you're not gonna find them like in the supermarket or really, anything really yeah cool. yeah we'll have like the the orchard series like I talked about with the gold rush and then maybe some other limited release like bottles and, and series like that. So we're trying to develop sort of these different lines of mm -hmm. ciders that we're going to be releasing um, to the public coming up. Gotcha. We try to offer like a wide range of different flavors for guests because everyone you know has what they like in a beverage and so that's why with our core series we really try to have all those just available at the same time because some people really do like a drier cider so we have like the Nebraska dry and some people like something sweeter so we have the tractor jam um, one of my favorites is cherry fizz which is like you know still dry but still offers this like really nice like tart cherry flavor to the cider um, and then the classic which is just like super middle of the road I think people pleasing like good for everyone <laughs> like if you like something sweeter you'll like it if you like something drier you'll still like it because it's well balanced so that's kind of how we developed like our core series and then from there a lot of it is just like um, you know flavors that we like and so uh, I'm a chef by like training and so I I love flavors and like my favorite part is like really messing around with the flavors and kind of like um, experimenting with different things and then like seeing what guests like and respond to is like really satisfying for me and so we're trying to you know put out a lot of like different unique stuff this season um, that we'll have on draft that guests can come and experience and like I love getting that feedback of what people like so, so ciders all have like different notes in them like the cherry one the mm -hmm. which is brew has what is the um there's something else in the which is brew um black currant do you guys use ingredients here do you outsource so some of that stuff gets like outsourced um to like farms that like specialize in those products so like like we don't grow cherries here I work with a farm in Michigan that grows the cherries and they like know how to make a nice like cherry juice that then we like flavor the cherry fizz with. I would like to get into that at some point like get into more growing some of our own products that we will put in our ciders. Um, farm we grow aronia berries so like you know there's a possibility or hope in the future that we'll do kind of a aronia berry cider. Um, some of the flavors will partner with other other farms that do that. So the cider will obviously be available during 
season. Yes. Um, and there's also catering available, right? There's a couple different ways for catering people can get cider. So like if they are renting out the pavilion or the picnic shelter, um, they can order kegs of cider. You need a lot of people to like make a keg worthwhile. So, um, so those two places you can order um, kegs of cider and like bartending service specifically like for your group. We have these coins that are good for one um, free draft of hard cider. Are there something like you order online? Like if they were to reserve a campfire, could they also be like, oh, and I want this many? So they'll lists? they'll need to talk to the office and like order through like the catering. Okay. We're gonna try out like a habanero cider, and so yeah, okay. that's gonna be that one is gonna be a lot of fun. Or like you know, it's one of those that. I think novelty. there's going to be a certain, yeah, it's yeah. like novelty and there's going to be a certain demographic that I think really will enjoy mm -hmm. it. It's obviously not for everyone, but um, I think some people will really enjoy it. Um, and we're going to try out a pineapple cider because I know that's like a lot of people, you know, have really enjoyed pineapple ciders lately. Or I've heard a lot of feedback about about people enjoying that. So um, yeah, this season we're gonna try out some new stuff. So really guests cool. should come out and, and try some of our specials that will rotate throughout the season. We've heard from guests that, you know, they'd really like to enjoy an alcoholic beverage on site when they're here at Bala's. Um, but then we also want to like, do that in a way that is, you know, respectful to like our family atmosphere and um, promotes our own orchard and our own products and like our work that we do here in agriculture. Um, and people don't always think of Valas as being um, a farm. And so, you know, often we get the questions of like, well, what do you guys do all year? You know, and people don't realize that like we are a working farm, you know. We just felt that the cider was a really fun way that we can kind of get that message across to guests and that we could get them to like want to come out and not just drink cider but also go to the orchard and have that you pick experience and I think when the cider mill opens in 2022 like that message is really gonna um, come across even more to guests like it's gonna be a beautiful beautiful venue um, Thank you.